my name is Moon Graffon. Welcome to the Moon Graffon Podcast, where we break down the issues of the day around the United States of America. Tell a friend, don't forget to hit the subscribe button. We do appreciate it. I am honored to have a guy that's been a friend, been friends with me for a long time. I call him a Louisiana native, because he is. His name is Tony Perkins, president of Family Research Council, and he's been with them for almost 20 years. Tony, how you doing, bud? Moon, I'm doing quite well. Thank you. Man, thanks for joining How me. are you? I'm doing great, man. It's It's been a while. We don't get to see each other much anymore, but uh, I still can keep up with you pretty easy. I don't know if you can keep up with me as easier, as easy as I do with you. Well, I, I do in the election cycle because there's a, you're always, uh, you're keeping keeping people to, holding people to account. So I'm watching that. Yeah. Well, Tony, I appreciate it. I, let me, let me jump right into it. And, and I'm concerned for America. Uh, I'm going to throw something at you and just let you kind of comment on it because, you know, you, you, you up there, you're watching this stuff closely. Uh, I, I don't know why. I hope you correct me, but I know we were a Christian nation. I feel like we've been in a post-Christian nation. What concerns me worse than that now is a anti-Christian nation. Am I, am I wrong by saying that? Because I'm concerned about that's where we headed next. Well, I think there's clearly that we're seeing these trends. I, during the Trump administration, I served on the U.S. Commission on International Religious Freedom. In fact, I was the uh, the chairman of that commission. It's a bipartisan commission. I was actually appointed by Mitch McConnell. But we were, I traveled the world uh, looking at religious freedom. And, and of course, I looked at that and our focus and our, our mission was to look internationally at this fundamental human right according to the U.S. or according to the U.N. Declaration of Human Rights. But I, in the rearview mirror, I was looking at America and, and I, yep. I was seeing in many ways in some of these countries that I went to and I went, went to some of the worst, I, I was seeing trends of, uh, of what concerned me about the United States as we lose our foundation as a Christian nation and we um, I mean, we've seen, I mean, just, just, uh, last week, a, a young police officer in Georgia was forced to resign because he posted on his Facebook page, a scripture reference to marriage being between a man and a woman. Mm-hmm. Now we warned this was going to happen actually before the 12, uh, Republican senators joined with the Democrats to pass the Disrespect for Marriage Act mm. uh, during the lame duck session of Congress. But the, we, we first have to define religious freedom and being a Christian nation. Moon, you know, many people say, well, you can still go to whatever church you want to go to. No one says you can't. That's not the issue. Mm-hmm. Religious freedom, as envisioned by and established by our founders, was the ability to live your life according to your faith. I mean, what good does faith do if you can't live by it? I mean, James says, you know, faith without works is dead. And so I am seeing that in this country, and that does concern me. In fact, I just had a conversation. 1983 was the year of the Bible. It also happened to be the, the year that the Family Research Council was established 40 years ago. And so I was talking about, you, you, do you think we could do another year of the Bible? And I said, you know, we could probably get 30 Republican members to support it, but I don't think we could get wow. more than that. Wow. That's very telling. Yeah. That, that was passed by a Republican and Democrat Congress and then signed by Ronald Reagan. Uh, I think that's very telling. And, and part of this, Moon, and you see it, I mean, look, we've been involved. We go back to the gambling battles in Louisiana back in the when I was elected in the 90s. 
there's an apathy in the church among Christians, those who, who are Christians, followers of Jesus Christ. There's an apathy and indifference to stepping forward and providing the leadership and the influence that's necessary to make our, to get our government on the right track. Yeah. You ought to, you ought to be here now. We've, uh, I know you do still live here, but we've expanded gambling uh, more than you've ever seen. And now it's uh, on the, on the phones and everything else. And now they want to expand it to going to restaurants. It, it doesn't change once it gets its head in that tent, man, it's bad. But you know, Tony, when we look at it, and that's why I said anti-Christian, and I don't want to be in an anti-Christian society. Post-Christian is tough enough. But you look at the assault on the unborn, abortion, got the big victory in the fact that all states don't have to have abortion now. You look at marriage, which is taking a big hit. I think marriage one day, my opinion is going to be, that definition is going to be so wide, you're going to be able to get three or four people get married. You look at gender, and that's the new hot topic now is gender. And I don't understand that one at all. Because that's pretty even, you know, you can determine a male and no, a female. Nor do they. No, nor, they don't understand it either. That's why they're no, confused. No, and then, and then I'll, I'll go as far as the climate, which I think is, a, I did a piece on that. I think the climate is pure communism. But I, I'm not asking you to go on all these, but I'm just saying when I look at, there's an assault on every one of these. I mean, these abortion people have gotten nutted up in some of these states with abortion. Shoot, they're going to start taking babies uh, they might take them at two years old. I mean, it really has gotten that radical on the left. It's getting worse, not better. Oh, yeah. And, and in fact, I was just out in uh, California speaking to the winter meeting of the uh, Republican National Committee, the RNC. And I said, look, because some Republicans, I'm actually hearing echoes from the past where Republicans use abortion, avoid it. It's a bad issue. Um it is it is a defining issue, and frankly, if you know if you if you believe that life is created in the image of God and it's worthy of being protected, and you can articulate that and stand for it, it is a winning issue. We saw that in this last election for those of conviction mm-hmm. who stood mm-hmm. for it. The reason it became a liability for some of the Republicans is because they ran from it, while the Democrats embraced it. Sure. There has never been a clearer contrast or a starker contrast between the two parties in America, the two major parties, Republican and Democrat. And this issue is one of the most defining. The Republicans stand for life. The Democrats, abortion, all the way to the day of birth and for some beyond that. Mm-hmm. That's extreme. Yeah, that, and, wanting but, to say abortion at the point that a child feels pain, which is kind of a national. Uh, Lindsey Graham introduced that bill in this last uh, election cycle, fifteen weeks. That's not extreme. Um, you know, wanting to protect life at the moment of conception when we know it's a human being. Science tells us that. That's not extreme. Aborting a baby on its birthday—that's extreme. Yeah, I just did. By the way, we, we're talking to. Tony Perkins, he is the president of Family Research Council, and Tony's been involved in this stuff for 25, 30 years. And uh, Tony, that's why I'm talking about, I did a, I did a podcast challenging the churches to, to, to stop all this, because what happens when we let this stuff go too far, it gets to be bigger and more of a problem. And abortion is a good thing, but the, the gender thing, the marriage thing, the climate thing, and most of this stuff lines up 100% against the word of God. 100%. And I call it antichrist. And I, I look at it sometimes as them not mocking you and me. They're really mocking Christ. He's not going to be mocked forever. 
And and I'm, I'm just I'm very frustrated because I think we we let things go until it's too big, and then then it's too late to fight them. And that's my big concern right now is the apathy with churches. And I'm throwing myself in that. I'm not I'm not throwing. I'm saying me. I'm part of the church. Well, just interesting. You you bring that up. Just reading today, and Jeremiah, the Family Research Council has been doing a two year journey through the Bible, and so I've got. Thousands of folks join me. Uh, in fact, every morning I do a devotional on Facebook, on my Facebook page and on my website. What time is that, Tony? Um, what time is that? Uh, eight, it's uh, 8.44 a.m. every uh, every morning, Eastern time, every morning. So it would be um, 7.44 with us. Right. It's, it's about, a ten, about 10 minutes. Um, but it, it goes along with this uh, journey that we're doing. And we're just in Jeremiah. And it, 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 it's interesting. What you just said this prompted me to think of this. All of the issues that Israel faced uh, in Judah, following them, the northern and the southern kingdoms, and the, they ended up in captivity because of their sinfulness. But it all went back to rejecting the word of God. Mm-hmm. And you look at where we are as a nation. It all goes back to rejecting the word of God, truth. You, you, as you laid out, these issues are not complex. No. As followers of Christ, it's not difficult. I mean, Jesus in Matthew 19 said, have you not read from the beginning that God created a male and female? There, there weren't 52 genders no, or multiple no, choice. It no. was male and female. Still like, if you're a follower of Christ, <laughs> yeah, if you're a follower of Christ, you believe what he says. The The issue of the environment, I was thinking of that. Jesus said when, when he was asked by his disciples of the of the when the end was coming, he said, "I'm not going to tell you the date." He said, "But I'll give you some of the signs." And if you if you overlay, and I did this in a book I wrote a number of years ago, you overlay what the global warming alarmists are saying, all the stuff they're attributing to the climate change, it matches up with the Word of God as a warning that we're moving toward the end of time, mm-hmm. and, and and so we're being deceived. Many believers, because they're not in the Word of God, are being deceived by the leftist media who should, everyone should know now after the Trump administration that the media is a part of the opposition party when it comes to being a Christian nation, being a nation based upon biblical truth. Mm -hmm. They are hostile to that. And so you shouldn't be getting your news and information from them because they're going to lead you astray. Yeah. And that's, that's the part that I've been doing. Like I said, I got a podcast coming out too that, talks about some of the stuff that you just talked about, the media. But look at the climate. God, <laughs> this is what's funny. Now, in Louisiana, and I'm going to Louisiana only because I live here, but you live here as well. I go here because we, you know, we're all a gas state. And that's a great thing. Mm-hmm. God gave us the, the, the land, the ocean, the seas, the gulf, for us to use it wisely. Well, what's better than heating your home and cooking with it and uh, 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 putting the air on when it's hot and putting it into vehicles and all this stuff was given by God to use. Now they telling us it's bad for us. That blows my mind. And if you look at their whole agenda of the, of the, of the green movement, it's, it's so anti-God and anti-Christ and anti-family. It's unbelievable. And that's why I call that. I think that's a communist movement. There's nothing more anti-God than the communist movement. Yeah, it, it, it clearly is about consolidating power, but the hypocrisy of those who, you know, go to these uh, summits to talk about the climate in their private jets and, uh, you know, they, they increase their carbon footprint each year. Look, 
I, Moon, I, I think I can speak for you on this. You know, I, I'm an avid outdoorsman. I oh, yeah. hunt. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't do a whole lot of fishing. I do some, but I, I love to hunt. And, and we've got down in our, our, we've got a place in the woods down outside of Baton Rouge. It's where I, we live. I love to be outside when I'm home on the weekend. Mm-hmm. And I, one of the things I did is I was a, you know, as I was a police officer years ago, I was one of the few police officers actually write tickets for littering. I, I believe <laughs> I, I detest people, even to this day, people, it just irks me when people throw trash out the window. I think we need to take care of what God has given us. So I'm not, I'm not anti-environment. I am pro-environment, but we are to subdue the earth. The earth was made for us. We were not made for the earth. And so we should use it, but we should use it responsibly. And this idea, it's, it's taken on the form of a religion it is. where they worship the planet and they're willing to sacrifice the quality and, and even life, human life, really, from a standpoint of what's going to happen in many places with the, the, if this agenda was fully embraced, the quality of life and the conditions of life would deteriorate rapidly for many, many people, especially in poorer countries. Well, when I call it communism, because I think it is, it's just another name. Uh, that's why I say that, Tony, because if you look at the climate agenda, it it's all about control. Money, health care, what you eat, what you drive, how long you can drive, the uh, banking business with the ESGs. Uh, I know I don't have to tell you all this. You know all this. But if you look at the whole thing, it's controlling every aspect. Of life. How many babies you going to have? They're into getting rid of the world's population. Right. So if you look at it, I can't think of nothing more anti-God than, than the, than the uh, not climate, I don't like to call it climate change, than Green New Deal is what I call it. Right. And, but it's more, well, it's, 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 look, it's, it's not as frustrating as seeing them kill unborn babies. But Tony, when you read it, abortion's part of that climate. Gender's it part is. of the climate. The marriage thing it, is part it, of the climate. It, it, it is. You're absolutely right. And each one of those elements is counter to Scripture. I mean, we're told, I, I did not see in Scripture, I do not see in Scripture a footnote where it says, be fruitful and multiply, that that, that has an expiration date. That we, we are to be fruitful and multiply. I have five children. I wish I'd had more. I have five. I'm yeah. one behind you, Tony, um, but I ain't gonna catch up with you either. <laughs> We're working on yeah, grandbabies exactly. now, brother. We got four. I know we are. We are too. They're a blessing, and you know what? It's just like the, it, it, it sounds. The, the psalmist said, "They're like arrows in the quiver of a warrior," and and far from being a burden and a cons- and a cons- and, and consuming our limited resources, children create. They're a blessing from the Lord. And see, all of this is counter to what God teaches about children. Mm-hmm. Now, to some Christians, that sounds, wow, that's pretty, ra- that's pretty uh, radical to say those things. Well, that's because you're spending too much time listening to the culture and to the media and not enough time in the Word of God. Correct. You know, we're, we're at a point in life, as you said, working on grandkids. But you know what? Time is too short not to tell it like it is. And, and you know what? I, I've been called everything you can call somebody. I've been labeled everything you can label people. You know what? I don't care because one day I'm going to stand before the Lord and it's sooner now than it was 20 years ago. And I'm going to give an account for every opportunity I had to speak truth. And I want to make sure that I spoke the truth on every occasion in such a way 
that it touched the hearts and minds of people. And hopefully, as Jesus said, the truth will make you free. Mm -hmm. That some were free because we were willing to speak truth. Well, I'm kind of like you, Tony. I've, I've been told where I could put my head in places I didn't know I had. Uh, <laughs> it's just part of it. You know, one of the, one of the things I, I, I bring up, and uh, we'll just do a few more minutes, I'll let you go. The, well, the World Economic Forum, my comment was we shouldn't have one person with any sense at the World Economic Forum. Now, at the World Economic Forum, they actually had a, a, a piece of some people talking. And one of the, the little deals they did was that pedophilia was okay, and that pedophilia would help us save the planet because we're not reproducing if you have pedophiles. Now, now Tony, that I know you're going, come on, Moon, really? Tony, I, I played no, no, it. I, I watched I, it. I read it. I like to lost my mind, and we got people and from America going to this thing and speaking at it. This was part of what they talked about. Sick. Moon, I actually wrote about this about 15 years ago and was ridiculed because a part of the the whole climate change agenda was for the redefinition of marriage and human sexuality because, mm -hmm. as you pointed out, they're very clear, they don't procreate. And therefore, it is, it is environmental, environmentally friendly. Mm -hmm. So, no, I, I know exactly what you're saying. I, I saw it years ago. It was much harder to find 15 years ago. They kept it hidden, but they're not hiding it anymore. No. I wonder if uh, somebody asked me one day, said, how long are they going to they think you're going to let you stay on secular radio? I said, what you talking about? Because the things I'm telling you, I talk about on my program. I'm not, I'm not all over the country. I was blessed to sub in for Dan Bongino three or four times. But the point being is, I'm talking about some of the same things you're talking about. Maybe not all together the way you're doing it, but I'm trying to do it on a secular state. It's hard because I get a lot of the blowbacks that you get, I get. But it's not just hard on the secular. It's hard on some of the religious networks and Christian stations that want to avoid controversy. Look, it, part, of, part of the reason you're going back to your first question of you know, where we are as a nation, why are we here? Part of it is that we've wanted to avoid controversy. Look, I don't like controversy. I don't I really don't. But what I detest more than controversy is compromise. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to compromise truth. Now, that doesn't mean that we don't. When I was in the legislature and even now working on policy, we compromise to reach a... a I get, I get you. That's different. Yeah. But we don't compromise truth. And, and that is, uh, that, that's why America is in the state that it's in. It's the reason the church yeah. is in its position. You know, I, I like one of the quotes from Martin Luther King Jr. where he said, you know, we need to remind that the church is not the, the master nor the servant of the state. Rather, it is the conscience of the state. Sure, sure. And if we don't rediscover that prophetic zeal that the church is to have, it will be nothing more than a glorified country club. Paraphrase what Unfortunately, that was, that was the point I was trying to make that to the church, where are we? We need to stand up. And I think you said something. You know what? If you stand on principle, you won't fall for this stuff. But I tell you, I'm like you, Tony. I'd rather stand on principle than worry about if somebody's going to like me or not. I'm way past that, and I've been past that a long time ago. The truth is what we need. We just need a lot more people preaching it. And uh, look, Tony, it's an honor. Tony Perkins, President of Family Research Council. Tony, let's do it again soon. I mean, uh, I do appreciate uh, 
I appreciate the truth, and uh, I know you're one of those guys that's not scared to stand up for it. Well, Moon, always great to talk with you. Have a uh, have a blessed day. Look forward to seeing you soon. All right. Tony Perkins, president of Family Research Council. Thank you, Tony. All right, Moon. Take care. All right, All right folks. That's going to wrap it up for today. God bless. Have an awesome day.